Okay, so I want to tell you an unbelievable Gemara, very important, the Gemara. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Tav Kufi Tesamud base. The Gemara says, Loicharba Yerushalayim. Why was Yerushalayim destroyed? Ella, Bishvil, Sheposku, Mimena, Ansheemona. The Gemara in Shabbos, Kufi Tesamud base says, Shabbos 119b, that if that the the, perp, the reason that the Beis Hamikdash Yerushalayim was destroyed, of which we are suffering, that we have a nine days and a three weeks and a tishabav, is because Anshemona stops. What is Anshemona? Truthful people. Now that's an incredible idea, which again the Gemara tells us very clearly. This was one of the reasons the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, and therefore we're still suffering, as we mentioned in the beginning of the series. That the Rishalmi says that every generation that there's no Beis Hamikdash, it means that we destroyed it. That means Lefizeh, basing on everything we're saying until now, this is an additional reason that the Beis Hamikdash is not yet being rebuilt. It, because we're not being truthful. We're not being truthful. And, and the truth of the matter is is that it's actually quite. It's more difficult than you think. But there are very many Heterim, right? There are, you know, there are many. Um, there were many people in, in previous generations that were so makbid on truth. I'll just give you one example. That if it was raining outside, and they would come inside, and people would say, hey, is it raining? They would say, I don't know. I don't know, because two minutes ago it was. Or 20 seconds ago it was. But right now I can't tell you, because I'm not outside. Now you might say, oh my gosh, take it easy. Come on! If it was pelting with rain five minutes ago, two minutes ago, ten seconds ago, Miss Thomas, it's still raining. But no, I, I, if it's not, I, I don't know it to be the truth. How can I say it? Okay, and that's that's a uh, that's uh, one of the reasons. By the way, they say Rabbi Saul Salanta never said a hesped. Never, even though hesped is a kavaldiga mitzvah, it's, it's an incredible mitzvah to cause people to cry, to cause people to be mourning of Adam Kosher. But he never wanted to do it because he was worried there could be one word of untruthfulness, and he couldn't do that. He just couldn't do that. So therefore, he didn't want to get involved, and he didn't want to do that. There's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Dafkuv Gimonomad Aleph, where the Gemara says that there are four groups of people that don't get the Shechina. That's pretty dangerous, not to get the Shechina. But the Gemara says clearly, Sanhedrin Kuv Gimel, 103a, that there are four, four groups that do not get the Shechina. One of them is a liar, someone that lies. Okay, now we've got to be more careful about this. The Orchad Sadiqim brings down. The Orchad Sadiqim says that if a person is a liar, and we know this from people, you know there are people that are just like constant liars, that even, says the Orchad Sadiqim, when they say the truth, we also don't believe them. We just don't believe these guys. These guys are just liars. There's a Mishnah in Perk Yavas. Perk Aleph Mishnah Yudches. We learn the Mishnah, right? You remember the Mishnah. How is the world still in existence? MS. MS is one of them. It's what keeps the world going. The Rashi's Chachma brings down, again, we saw this in the Gemara in Shabbos, says the Rashi's Chachma that lying caused the Chorban of the first and second base Amigdosh. That's incredible. Ayn Shom the Raya, Perikid base. The Gemara in Tainis, says that when a person speaks the truth, MS, he brings a tremendous amount of Shefa, abundance of Broch into the world. Again, Rabbi Sigmar and Tainis Tavches. Okay, the um, uh, one of the names, the Chasima of the Rabbi Shalom, right? The signature, so to speak, of Hashem is Emes, right? I mean, you can't get better than that. 
The Rosh Hashanah says that if people speak MS, Moshiach would come. Rabbi said, this is it, this is the key. Right? This is a classic Ben Adam that we're dealing with, but it's an incredible, incredible tool to bring back the Beis HaMikdash and bring Bracha in our lives. There's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, I'm, I'm just quoting a few Gemaras, Tzadi Beis Amadalaf, 92A, for those of you following with the art scroll headphones. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Tzadi Beis Amadalaf, Kol HaMachlif B'Diburoi, very scary, Lashon. If a person, Machlif, right, Lashon of changing, you know, he basically messes around with his words, he doesn't say the right things, you may say to me, like, oh, come on, that's worshipping idols, that's what's what's Prat and Chazal? So again, just on the top of my head, what's Prat and Chazal? Maybe the Prat is, why does a person lie? Often, why does he lie? To get what he wants. You know, or to get out of trouble. Or to, like, we'll always, there's a reason why we lie, right? For certain reasons, because we think if we lie, we'll make more money, or we won't lose money, or we'll get this, or we won't get that, whatever it may be, right? And, and Chazal are telling us, no, you're a Vodizari, you know why? Because if you really believed in Hashem, if you really believed that the Ramanshah runs the world, why would you lie? Well, what's the purpose of lying? Tell, tell them the truth. If Hashem wants you to, like, to get a fine from the policeman, you'll get a fine from the policeman. If Hashem wants you to, whatever it may be. But if you don't believe in Hashem, then you're going to lie, because you're going to try to get out of everything. And therefore, that's maybe Pshat in the Gemara, in Sanhedrin, Sadi Beis, called The Rambam. The Rambam in Elchashvua says how careful we have to be to teach our children. It's so important to teach our children, to machanich our children from a young age, not to lie. It's almost like, you know, you don't really have to... You ever, you ever met a parent having a heart-to-heart conversation with their, with their 11-year-old child or even 13-year-old child? Okay, it's, it's before you have a mitzvah. I want to tell you, you know, it's very choshev that we don't eat chazah. You know, we're yidden, we don't eat chazah, we don't eat pig. You never heard such a thing. You know why? Because it's ingrained and instilled within every child. We don't do such a thing. Why can't we instill Shmir Saloshan? Why can't we instill not to lie? From a young age! Right? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Why do we do I don't know. Maybe we need to learn how to do this. But the Rambam says very, you know, we all know the famous Meiser of Yaakov Kamenetsky, right? I've said this so many times. Yaakov Kamenetsky was a ish emes, titin emes, the Yaakov, unbelievable. He walked into a cheder one time and he saw that the mezuzah was very low down. Because these are little kids, right? So they need to touch the mezuzah. So they put it low down to enable them. He stopped. He smiled. And they said, change it. We don't teach kids how to lie. That, that's not MS. That's not MS. I know it's very cute. It's wonderful. It's not MS. Don't teach kids something that's not MS. Right? And that's a very, very important idea. The uh, Gemara in Sukkah, Mem Dalad tells us, the Ritva brings it down also, don't give a child Dalad Minim, which are totally fake. Maybe they don't have to be kosher 100%. Maybe they can... Say that. But a young child, don't buy a four-year-old child that wants a lot of an Esuk. Don't buy them a lemon. That, that's, that's, that's a checker. That's not how you machanach children. Okay, and then people all complain afterwards. Hey, look at my kids. Blah, 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 blah. Well, how, what did you do when they were younger? You know what I mean? So, we've said this also once before as well. I remember hearing this many times in my Mashkech, that the words of Shekhar and the words of MS, right? The letters. MS is Aleph Memtov. You find it all through the Aleph base. When something is MS or something is truthful, you always find it. It's always found. The letters alone. Aleph Memtov have a base or two legs because they stand strong. MS, truthfulness, stands strong. Sheker doesn't because it's a shin, a kufr, a reish, which basically are shaky. Because if something is sheker, it's shaky. It doesn't last. It doesn't actually 
have any kiyum whatsoever. What's interesting to note, the chinuch, when he brings down the mitzvah uh, of, of, uh, of what we're dealing with now, the chinuch write that we find what the Torah says to be very different to any other situation. It doesn't say, which it could have said, don't speak lies. It didn't say that. How did Torah tell us about Sheker? Midvah Sheker Tirchak. Stay far away. Didn't say that about any other Issa. It didn't say that about a pig. Stay far away from Chaza. It didn't say it from any other Issa. It said it over here. Because it's very dangerous. And not only is it dangerous, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a wheel. It just keeps on going. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You lie here, then you also have to lie there, and also have to lie there. Before you know it, Hashem Yivachim. Again, this is what the Gemara tells us, is the reason why Yushalayim was destroyed, is because the Ansher Mona, the truthful people, stopped. Um, it's interesting, if you want to look at the Rabbeinu Yonah, and Sherid Shuvah brings down a list of nine categories of liars, in the order of severity. Uh, by the way, the Seba Hasidim says, if you want to get your tefillahs answered, which all of us do, we would love Hashem to listen to every word we say, how do we do it? What's the scholar? What's the key? Says the Seva Hasidim, speak MS. If you speak MS, Hashem will listen to you. Hashem will hear you. In Shomayim, says the Seva Hasidim. That's a tremendous scholar. We all want our tefillahs to be answered. We all want the Rabbanshim to listen to us. So start to speak the truth, which is one of the reasons why when the Gedolim and Sadiqim, and you go to them for brachas, and they give you a bracha, why does it work? What's the pshat? They have more protection in Shomayim than me. Come on, that's how it works. It's, you know, the system in Shemayim works like the system in Eretz Yisrael. It's all protects you. Everything is like, depends who you know. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Is that what it's all about? No. The answer is, if you like the Tzadikim, like the Gedolim, like Al Manhige Hador, these people only speak MS. Their mouths are so pure, so when they say something like, I want to wish you Hatzlocha to have a child, bang, you get the child, because Hashem listens to them. So if you want to be in that category, that's what you need to do. Okay, by the way, I want to give you a few halachas, a few halachas. Number one, uh, sheker applies to lying, um, sorry, applies to writing as well. It applies to, for example, in an email or in a text. Uh, the Gemara Shavu Islam says it even applies to shaking your head. I didn't say anything, I just shook my head. No, doesn't mean that's called a lie. That's called a lie, even if you didn't actually say anything. By the way, even if somebody was not harmed by your sheker, you're still over on sheker. Nothing happened. Yeah, it was a joke. But it doesn't make a difference. It's a problem. Very careful. I always, I always cleared the Shiloh about lying to ways. Right? Anybody ever lied to ways? Are you the passenger? Yes, you liar. How could you write that? Are you allowed to? Right? I think we discussed this once. I think we discussed this. Is, is that is that permitted or not? Guys, write in the answers. Right? Fax me in. Fax it in, guys. Fax it in. We'll take the answers. Okay. Um, okay, let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Now, there are many Eterim for lying. However bad lying is, there are many Eterim. One of them we know famously from the Gemara in Bob Metziah, in Perak Eilam Metzius, and that is Mepnea Shalom. Right? For example, Mepnea Shalom, you're allowed to lie. The Shulchan Aruch talks about this in Evan Ezra, where he talks about the sugya of the Gemara in Subas that says that, you're allowed to go over to the Chosel and say, your color she is the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. Not that you're allowed to look at her, because that's also awesome. The Shulchan Aruch says that in the next Sif, that you're not also a stackle but color. You're not allowed to like stare at a color. But according to some it means to lie. 
Right? Some hold it doesn't mean lying. It means, you know, kafi how the chosen is. The chosen thinks she's gorgeous. So, uh, what do I have to get involved? If he, if, if, if he thinks she's gorgeous, then that's good. But there are those that hold that you mamish have to lie. Or, for example, if you're sorting out a shalom bayis situation, right? Or a machlokes between two partners in business. And, you know, if you say a little, you, you know, you put in a little lie about, you know, Aaron Akoin kind of did this. What did Aaron Akoin do? Aaron Akoin, when there was a machlokes, he went to one side and he said, oh, they want to make up. Oh, really? Then he went to the other side, they want to make up. Oh, really? Bang, they were together. Ah, lying. And therefore, any time that's the case, it's okay. I'll give you an interesting question that came up once. Um, someone was sending something, a package, uh, you know, whatever, with one of these you know, delivery companies. And when you do that, you can request stickers. He requested a glass sticker. So if you write glass on it, then they're going to be very careful. Now, there was no glass in there. There were other things that he wanted to make sure that no one smashes around. But he figured if he wrote glass, they're going to be really careful. Are you allowed to do that? So I told him, yeah. Because it's not dafka the din in glass. They, they, they use the word glass. And, and let's say it's not glass. It's made from a different, very delicate crystal. Oh, crystal, you can't write glass. No. They mean anything like that. I'll give you another example as well. Although, take the, you know, we've got to be careful. This one has got to be elok. If somebody gives you a package... And you go to the aeroplane. And they say to you, did anyone give you a package? Are you allowed to say no? Now, the truth is, I've done this before. Uh, someone gave me once a, uh, you know, now no one generally gives, because Baruch Hashem with all the kids, you know, I don't have so much space. But, you know, I, someone once gave me a, a, a glass, you know, a glasses box with a pair of glasses inside. So I took it in my bag and uh, came to the place over there. And they said, did anyone give you anything? I said, yes. They, huh? Really? No one ever says Yes. I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, C- can we see it? So I'm like, okay. And I took out my glass, didn't they open it? Like, oh, okay, thank you very much. And they put it back, and that was it, you know. Uh, you know, you don't have to necessarily lie. You don't have to say no. You're allowed to say yes, right? But um, if you know the person extremely well and what they gave you and whatever it is, and obviously not cautious for, for anything dodgy being going on over there, then you are allowed to say the word no. I someone did. That's not what they meant. Right, if a guy met you at the airport and he gave you $100 to take this package, then you should jolly well say yes. But if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a Rebbe, your Chavusa, your, your daughter, your sister, your mother, whatever it is, gave you something, and you, you looked at it, and it looks, you know, it looks very much like a 50-pound note, so I don't think you have to be choshish anything, and therefore you can say no. It's not a problem. I hope the airlines are not listening to this shit. I'm going to get in big trouble. Um, let's say, for example, if your father's sleeping. Your father is sleeping, and uh, somebody comes to the door, and you say... What, what are you allowed to say? What, what are you allowed to say? Obviously, you can say he's sleeping, but let's say you don't want to. I don't know, whatever it may be. So, you're allowed to say he's not here. So, the, the bells are dying. Shamay Gros Shlita has a chuvin shevet where he says that you're allowed to say he's not here. What do you mean he is here? No, because his neshama's up there. Unbelievable. Because his neshama's in Shamayim when he goes to sleep, you're allowed to say he's not here. Right? Okay, but the mice, you don't have to do that. Right? You are allowed to say, if you've got no time to answer the phone or to answer the door, you can say, I'm not available. Or your kids can say, I'm not available. What do you mean, you're not available? You are. You, But you're busy right now. Do you know what I mean? I, I, you know, when, I, when I'm eating supper with the kids, I try to make sure that, no, I'm not available right now. I, theoretically, I can stand up and give someone a two shekel for the door. But right now, with my kids giving them supper, giving them some private time, I'm not available. And that's fine. I'm not, I don't have to be available at all time. Right? I, I remember there's a, you know, this is often a common question. Women want to know if they're allowed to lie if someone says to them, Oh, are you pregnant? Which is a horrible thing to ask someone, by the way. Right? It's a horrible thing to ask someone. Never ever ask someone that thing. But Lamaisa, people unfortunately are very, 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 I don't know what. And they ask, you know, women are sometimes allowed to say no, even though they are. 
obviously I'm, I'm not talking about when they're about to have the baby in a couple of days time when it's pretty obvious I'm talking about a situation where it's not obvious but like someone's choshish you don't have to you don't have to give out information over there over there right I'll give you another I'll give you another example right this is a beautiful example right you're, you're on the side of the road and you're getting a lift you're getting a ride and the, the, guy, the guy stops and he says where are you going now, you know where he, the driver's going. I don't want to tell him where I'm going, because why should I mitriach him to take me all the way to where I go, just because he's a nice guy? So I tell him, I'm going to the same place he is. I are lying. I'm doing it the cover of the Shulana Sholem, and therefore it could be okay in that case. Um, okay, there are many, many different situations. I'll give you another example. I shouldn't really be telling you this, but I'll tell you anyway. I asked Rabbi Sul Orbach one time, are you allowed to lie when you write the time of Shkia? on the Shiva's Manim, by, by adding, an, you know, making it earlier a minute or two. Because, uh, you know, unfortunately it seems to be an idea that whenever Shkir is, that's when we go into the shower, or a minute before. I don't know why. And he says, yes, absolutely. But if you make it too much, then they're going to hop. Okay? So, uh, there we are, spilled the secret. But anyway, that uh, you are, again, you know, to stop someone from doing an Issa, or anything similar to that. Uh, for Shidduchim, sometimes you have to know what you're allowed, what you're not allowed. Right, for example, I remember I was dealing with a boy who was quite old. He was a single boy. Uh, quite old, I shouldn't say that, it's not nice. He was not quite old, he was young. But, you know, for Shidduch, I guess, for the Shidduch market, he was older than the regular, you know, the regular time. And he asked me, can you lie for this age? So it depends. You have to know the situation, you have to know what. Obviously, you shouldn't hide the obvious things or the things that are very important to release, and you definitely should say those things. And if you're after Shidduch, we spoke about this when we talked about Shidduch information, certain things you absolutely must reveal. But again, go to a Rav and ask him what you do or do not have to reveal in that case. But it is very, very important. But, Rabbi Sai, I think the the stone over here is to learn all the halachas we're not going to but it gives us a little bit more of a sensitivity of you know speaking the truth the words that come out of our mouth should be weighed should be important you know it's all about it's all about what we say and of course how you say it as well but MS is a very very important chedek of our lives and again as the Gemara told us clearly that is the reason that the base of English was destroyed that's the reason why Hashem doesn't listen to many of our tefillahs that's so much going on in our lives if we train ourselves to speak the MS you'll be surprised people always know who a liar is they just know he's a liar and therefore you lose your credibility with your friends and obviously with the Rabbi Nishlanim. And that's very scary. So Rabbi said, let's work on this Nakuda Be'ez Hashem. Let's try to work on this idea of speaking MS and really trying to watch our words to make sure that whatever comes out of our mouth is absolutely true. And the Be'ez Hashem, if we do that, then the Rabbi Nishlanim will see the Anshem on and the Rabbi Nishlanim will bring the Be'ez Hamikdash, which will be incredible. And that's obviously the takhlas of what we're doing over here. And Be'ez Hashem, if we do that, then I hope that next week we won't have to sit on the floor crying and being mourning the base of Migdash because the base of Migdash will be here already because the Rabbanishim sees how much we changed our speech and how careful we are to make sure that no shekel comes out of our mouth. Okay.